Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Bless the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today I want to talk with you from Psalm 100. And I want to talk about being thankful. From that psalm, I want to share three reasons to be thankful And I will be reading from the NASB version. Three reasons to be thankful. I am producing this episode a few weeks before Thanksgiving Day 2022 in the United States. In the coming weeks, people throughout America will be talking about Thanksgiving and being thankful. Of course, thanksgiving for us as believers is not merely a day of the year. No, it is a way of life. But the holiday does serve as a good occasion for us to talk about the importance of being thankful. It's highly possible that some who will listen to this episode may not be feeling as though they have much to be thankful for. Let's face it, even Christians can have those seasons in life where things look pretty dark. Well, today I want to share with you some reasons why you should be thankful even when your circumstances may suggest otherwise. This Psalm 100 is a very upbeat psalm. And in this episode, I'm going to focus on verses 4 and 5. Verse 4 talks about the attitude that we should bring to the house of God. It reads, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You see, there were 12 gates to the city. And as you approach the house of God, The area immediately outside was called the court or the courtyard. And the Bible says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You see, some people come to the house of God expecting the choir or the praise team to get them in a spirit of worship or for the preacher to get to the climax of his message to take them to a level of thanksgiving. But verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his court with praise. For us today, that means we should enter the church property with thanksgiving and the parking lot with praise. In other words, we should be in a spirit of thanksgiving and praise before we enter the house of God. In verse 5, the psalmist gives us three reasons why we should be thankful. One, he says, for the Lord is good. So what makes a person good? We call a person good who goes about doing good. If a person goes about doing bad, we may call that person a bad person. That's a bad boy. That baby is so bad. 
We ought to be thankful because God is good and not bad. We may not know exactly what he's doing about our situation, but if we believe that God is good, we know that for us he's up to something good and not bad. And we know that he will make all things work together for our good. And for that, we ought to be thankful, though right now things may suggest otherwise. Number two, the psalmist says his loving kindness is everlasting. This word loving kindness denotes tenderness and consideration toward others. That means God has a sympathetic concern for the things we go through. A key word in this verse is everlasting. It says his loving kindness is everlasting. Listen, there is never a time that God is not sympathetically concerned about us. What we are talking about here is the very character of God. I may not understand why certain things happen as they do, but in spite of those things, I know the God that I serve. I know that he is good and he is sympathetically concerned about me. And for that, we should be thankful. Number three, verse five says, his faithfulness is to all generations. We know that not everything we read in the Old Testament that God says to his people back then applies to the New Testament era. But we know that this point does because this verse says his faithfulness is to all generations, not just the generations of the past. We may be under a new era the New Testament era, but we are serving the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was faithful to his people in days of old, and he is faithful to us today, and not only to us, but to our children and our children's children, because his faithfulness extends to all generations. Now, to further this discussion, I want to turn you to the book of Numbers, chapter 11. And verse 1 of that chapter in the King James Version reads, And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. Do you know why they were complaining? Because God was taking them to the promised land. That sounds crazy. But in reality, that is why. Because God was taking them to the promised land. You see, God was taking them to a blessed land, but they did something we sometimes do. They took a snapshot of where they were at the moment, and they didn't like what they saw, so they were complaining while God was blessing them. And the Bible says their complaining set 
the Lord's anger on fire. Now that's an angry God. Now let me skip down to verses 5 and 6. This is what the people said. We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. Now understand that these people while they are saying these things are currently in the wilderness. There is no food in the wilderness. There is no water. But God took care of them every day in that barren land. And all they could think about was how much better they ate while in Egypt. <laughs> well, according to my Bible, these are the same people who were crying for God to get them out of Egypt. But now they are not so thankful. All because... They didn't like the journey from where they were, Egypt, to where God was taking them, the promised land. You see, we need to get beyond the idea of basing our thankfulness on what's going on in our life. These are not the reasons the psalmist says that we should be thankful. Now let me close by making this final point. There is a whole lot of difference between thanksgiving and being thankful. These two are not the same. See, you can come to church every Sunday and offer thanksgiving to God and still not be thankful. You can offer thanksgiving and not be thankful, but you can't be thankful and not offer thanksgiving. If you are thankful, you will offer thanksgiving. Hear me. I didn't entitle this episode as three reasons to give thanks. I entitled it as three reasons to be thankful. There's a big difference between those two. I'm not talking to you through this episode about giving thanks. I'm talking about being thankful. If you are thankful, you will give the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I have given you, through this psalm, three reasons to be thankful. One, the Lord is good. Number two, his loving kindness is everlasting. And number three, his faithfulness extends to all generations. Hallelujah. I hope that you can receive that today. You see, when you believe these three things to be true about God, I mean really believe it in your heart that these three things are true about God. You can be thankful even when your circumstances are not as you would like them to be. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope that you were blessed during our time together as we talked about three reasons to be thankful. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.